detective. Thrill me. Thanks for joining us again. Back in the 70s, late 70s, we've inadvertently stepped into a double double bill of 70s pictures. But I believe um, the reason why we did this one, Matty, is because you know, we watched Jaws previously and then Jaws was in this movie. So we were drawing a close bow, but this is 1979's Moonraker. So mm. our first Bond picture, I believe. I don't think we've done another one. No. Or have we done Casino Royale? No. We haven't done any. Pretty sure we have. So this is our first Bond film. Be good for a little ride. <laughs> if you get a start, hang on, <laughs> hang on to it. Yeah. Uh, before we do that, though, what we've been watching, let's do a quick whip brown. I'm going to keep mine short because I only had three th- things. I watched the first two episodes of Lock and Key. Mm-hmm. Not bad. Mm. Yep. Not bad. It has an interesting premise, and it's kind of got some nice nerd type of stuff included, including the. Uh, these guys who make horror films and talk about Tom Savini and stuff like that, mm. which I thought was cool because, you know, obviously that's my sort of bag. Stephen's taught the family well that you he sell has. every property that you... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's taught his son very well. <laughs> sell it. <laughs> but, but keep the rights so you can, you can do it again. So it was all right. I saw Fantasy Island. Oof. Oof. Absolutely shocking. Jared, you were yeah, there. I was there. It was... The idea was okay. Like... Taking the idea from the TV show and turning it into a horror film yeah, <laughs> could have worked. Not in the hands of Jeff Wadlow, though. Well, yeah, shit peddler. It's like, <laughs> the, the idea, there's, there is a movie there that is quite an intriguing little idea of how you ended up with the TV show. Yeah. But this, this wasn't it. No. <laughs> it wasn't. And look, this is Blumhouse. This is classic Blumhouse. It's probably made for fuck all. Yeah. So I'll make... 25 domestic and another 25 yeah. overseas and they're happy with the what they're getting. The scenes were just f- as flat as buggery. Oh. The characters were just flat. There was only really one where the fantasy idea I was sort of Interested. invested in. Yeah. The two brothers, <laughs> bugger me, like, oh, they almost single-handedly destroyed the film. Oh, it was just, oh. It was difficult to watch. It was. It was. The person that had the best time in the cinema was old mate three seats down from us who slept for an hour. Honestly, he was out for an hour. He was... I don't want to keep it. I'm going for five minutes. This guy was snoring. (laughs) You would just be like, you'd be sitting there and you'd hear the... And all I could think of was... go away and then five minutes later you just hear... Yeah, I wish I wished I was here. <laughs> I, I actually wondered what he was thinking about. Uh, it got to the point where after like half, after half an hour, every time you'd hear him, I'd get the giggles because the bike was he was he was out for an hour. No yeah. word of a lie. He was and the deep. Was, the he was, was deep what, too. So he got in there. Yeah, about half halfway point, we heard him and then just didn't stop for the rest of the movie. Loved it. Good he went to the ticket office at the end of it and said, I'd fallen asleep. Look, the was shit. there is no... <laughs> Do you reckon they'd be like, it is fantasy, I'll have your money back. Yeah, yeah. You know what? Probably would. There is no review in the world better than that. That sums <laughs> your fucking movie up. Yeah, exactly. I mean... It was, I'd imagine it's similar. Remember video... To, uh, video... Uh, Civic Video used to have the love it or swap it free. I remember picking up a movie there one, one night and the bloke behind the counter goes to me, look, we do have a love it or swap it free uh, a guarantee so I expect to be hearing from you tomorrow <laughs> <laughs> this movie was on, on line with that 
brilliant. <laughs> and the last thing I watched was Jaws the Revenge. So, fair to say, from the penthouse to the shithouse <laughs> in one foul swoop. I am not going to lie. I love this movie because it's so bad it's good. Yeah. But it would have to be probably one of the worst movies of all time. Mm-hmm. And probably the most irresponsible sequel <laughs> in history, I reckon. You know that it cost up somewhere between twenty-five and thirty million dollars, and there are five different sequences. Count them: five <laughs> where you can see the the runners that the sharks on, the hydraulics hanging out of the side of it. Mm. That's you. You have you pay people to tell you that that's there to take it out. It's obvious these people had no fucking idea what they were doing. Mm. And in 1975, the shark effects were considered not very um, realistic. They are ten times worse here. Mm. Mm. And yet you've had ten years <laughs> to come up with better quality. Maybe production it was only for, and you had more money. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I think it did turn out that they took very short time mm. to pull it together, and it was an absolute shambles. There is supposedly a storyline that wasn't in the film about voodoo and how the shark was being used as a pawn by this voodoo cop. <laughs> <laughs> and all I can think of is, where's that movie? Yeah, <laughs> I yeah. want to see that movie. Absolutely. Uh, it's It was absolute shit fest. Well, the, director's, so, the director's motto is, close enough is good enough. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Mate, there's, I can see some um, tubes hanging out of the side of it. Nah, don't worry about that. No one's noticing that. Yeah, everyone's noticing. <laughs> okay, that's it for me. Yeah, I've got I've got a small list. What do you um, got? Love Island, been, Love is Blind. That's actually getting heating up. <laughs> <laughs> First year these desperate people aren't staying together for the des- for the sake of the show. That's good. Um, so let's move on. A bad bad mouth still watching that. That's a really really good. Yeah, there's just like there'll be one moment in there where you just like laugh out loud. It's generally at a high level. Still wrong, but funny. I'm still watching Sick Note as well. Yep, I'm Killers been. Going on and off in the background. Oh, is that the uh, the documentary show? Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, something yeah, like just, that. There's some mental just some, out there. Yeah, some, it's very interesting. You hear the story, hear the story yeah. just like I can understand why you're telling yourself some lies to help you get through the day. But yes. yeah, it's a bit bit sad and uh, bad boys as well. Bad so, boys for life. Yeah, and what do you think? Yeah, Martin Lawrence hasn't aged well, but um, <laughs> they're very committed to the Bad Boys song. Yes. <laughs> and the witch plot's a bit random, side, sideline. Yes, but yes. you get everything you want from, from a Bad Boys movie in there. Some of the yeah. action is terrific. I mean, I probably yeah. got more of Martin Lawrence, e.g., Girth wise, <laughs> <laughs> the, the but, scene where they're, where they're like paralleling Mike Lowry in the Porsche or the Ferrari, yeah, whatever it is, and it? him sitting and around at home, yeah, <laughs> I was reclining on the chair as opposed to the, pulling the gear sticks, hilarious, yeah, that was good, some really actually. good stuff in there. Also, since we're doing a Bond, and I've been watching a lot of Fireman Sam, his voice is very much Sean Connery. <laughs> Next time you have a small child in the house and you're forced to watch Fireman Sam relentlessly, <laughs> you won't be able to get Just imagine Sean Connery, Connery. <laughs> and what Fireman Sam's doing in his off hours. <laughs> he's not. He's doing his best Spanish. <laughs> That's it. Oh, God. One Villa Lobos for a minute. Yes. But that's, yeah, that's, that's, that's pretty much me. Yeah, it's okay. been a bit of very shallow. 
couple okay. of weeks. All right. What do you got? I had uh, I had an up and down week. Obviously, <laughs> Fantasy Island, which we've gone through there. Um, I had the Outsider. I'm continuing on with the How Outsider. How is that? Only still got, going well? Still going well. I think I'm on episode three. So one of the one of the characters that is extremely important in the book hasn't come in yet, and she comes in late in the book as well, and ties into Mister Mercedes and those sort of books. Too. Oh yeah, yeah, I'm really really liking it so far. Jason Bateman directed the first episode and the second episode, and um, yeah, he did a great job. As I said, I think the visuals that I couldn't really imagine in the book have worked really well in the series, so I'll definitely check it out. Okay, Death Rides a Horse. Spaghetti Western. How was it? Uh, I watched that on the back of Kill Bill because I, there were some sequences that were similar. Similar. Found it available for nothing, so I I watched it. Um, How was it? I loved it. Yeah, it was great. It was really good. Just a down the line revenge tale. Very predictable, but yeah, I really liked it. I would mm. definitely check it out. I'm gonna gonna get into some more of that. I've I've checked out a list of. Some lists of the best spaghetti westerns, some of Quentin Tarantino's favourite spaghetti westerns, so I'll be digging into a few of those. Very good. Not so great on the on the Kill Bill kind of inspired viewings. I watched Arizona Heat, <laughs> which was a film with Michael Parks. <laughs> Made it. it was on Amazon Prime. You said enough, you can watch anything. With I could watch anything. He was entertaining, like you know, telling people, "I wish your mother had a knocked you on the head and sold the milk and things like that." <laughs> like, he's still he's still got some great parts, but it's about this. Um, it's about uh, somebody killing people in the police department, killing police officers, and he's a detective. Absolute scumbag. He's always waking up in someone's bed, pissed as a fart. Like he's just, <laughs> and it's a stinker. Like, honestly, one person walked into the movie, they were on screen for 10 seconds, and I said, yeah, that's them. That's the killer. And that was the killer. Like, it's yeah. it's pretty bad. And there is, um, his opposite is, um, what's her name? Denise Crosby, I think it is. Oh, the, yeah. the wife from Pet Cemetery. Yeah. And they bring in an interesting wrinkle with her character, which leads to some absolutely... Like it's some of the most dated stuff to do with sexuality and stuff. Like Parks just turns into a real fucking scumbag. <laughs> it just I don't know. It was, it, was, it was absolutely insane to watch. But yeah, I don't know if I could recommend it. But if you like Michael Parks, you might get a few minutes of entertainment. I watched the Lighthouse. I went to the, oh, yes, went yes. to Dendy and caught the Lighthouse. How was that? Yeah, it was it was good. It was good. Another one of these ones, a little bit midsummerish, where there was a few sequences where I'm thinking, "Ooh, this one's going over my head." <laughs> but the way that it's shot is awesome. Like it's shot in a different aspect ratio, so it really kind of heightens this sense of you're stuck in this little place with these people. And Pattinson and and um, Willem Dafoe are fucking fantastic. Mm. Black and white. Really effective in that in that sense, the way that it's shot and everything. Um, there's some there's some out there stuff, but it's very sort of open to interpretation. And um, yeah, I quite liked it. Probably didn't like it as much as The Witch, but I, I'd say check it out if, okay. if you like that. I got onto Three from Hell. Oh, didn't turn me around on Rob Zombie. Funnily nice. enough, so I, was, uh, <laughs> I just wish he'd stop writing. Because yeah. again, there's, there's there's parts of it that are, were really interesting visually, and some really some scenes that I could see kind of working, but the the dialogue is just this is the thing though. The guy has not come forward 
He hasn't improved. No, he hasn't at all. The he's dialogue just, is just atrocious. Some of the back and forth between these two characters. Like, there's parts where they're talking about, oh, yeah, I'm going to start directing stick films, and this is what it's going to be. And I'm sitting there going, that's like, I mean, you'd hear that from fucking... 15 year olds and you'd hear more imaginative stuff like why are we spending minutes of a film on this mm. it's ridiculous yeah. and Sherry Moon Zombie is probably one of the best things about it but even then there's, she's so uneven parts of it are just so overacted and yeah, I, yeah I'd I like to see him take someone else's project yeah, I just wish he would write something I just he'd direct something from someone else work with someone for once because this, this his writing is just abysmal and I'd like no character, no story. There's, there's just nothing there. And I don't know why I keep watching his movies. Oh, neither do I. <laughs> I've, I've liked one of his films, and that includes a Halloween movie. If you can make me dislike a Halloween movie as much as he did, that's a pretty, that's that's a fair fair thing you've you done. You're an optimist. I don't know. <laughs> Dominic Cena <laughs> Gerard did all right too. <laughs> he made me. Yeah, I haven't gone back to him. I, I dropped him like he was hot. <laughs> Joe Chappelle or whatever his name was. He made part six. Fuck. Yeah. <laughs> Oh God! Um, he almost made me walk away from the franchise. <laughs> uh, I watched Sonic with the kids. Sonic Hedgehog, yeah. yeah how's that? Uh, it was all right. It was all right for for a kids movie. You'll enjoy it. Jim Carrey, just the bloke is just a lunatic. I think he's carrying some of his real life stuff into into the role because there was parts where he was entertaining. He was really entertaining in the role. But he's kind of acting like that in real life too now. So I'm kind of like, well, he's blurring the lines. He's doing a little bit of Andy Kaufman. I don't know where he ends and the character starts. <laughs> uh, stop doing it, Jim. Just to let you know. <laughs> and the last one that... Uh Last one that I got, obviously, me and you were big fans of Joel McHale's show. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. The Soup has oh, been resurrected. Back. It's a different, different host. Jade... Jade Carter Pretter, I think her name is. Look, it's going to be hard to replace Joel McHale because I love the man, yeah. but the show is the strength of the show is always the clips. Yeah. And, you know, reality TV is just telling you some <laughs> fucking absolutely brilliant moments. As long as we've got shows like Just Tattoo of Us, we can, we can find some gold here. Of I'll, get, I'll get half an hour of, of good laughs for the week. Oh, absolutely. So, yeah. Good to have that back. It is good to have that back. Now, quickly, up or down? Being this is a Bond film, the trailer, the last trailer for No Time to Die, was released just recently. Mm. Are we up or are we down on this latest Bond entry? Mm. Final ja- Daniel Craig one. Daniel Craig's an angry man, but thumbs up, it looks good. Yeah, look, as long as it's not <laughs> Quantum of Solace, yeah, Craig's been pretty consistent. Yeah, um, apart from Quantum of Solace, Spectre wasn't great. But it wasn't shit house. Mm. Yeah, Quantum of Solace was fucking shit house. Like, yeah, it was terrible. It was, I couldn't understand what was going on. I had no idea. Who I the think villains that was were. the writer's strike played into that yeah. quite significantly. <laughs> Yeah, I believe they were doing script. He was writing pages for Christ's sake. When that's happening, you know you got problems. Yeah. So it looks all right. I think it'll be a nice way to perhaps round him out as Bob. Yeah. I'm happy to have. Uh, What's that? Five for him. Yeah, I think so. so. This is his fifth. I'm happy to have Blofeld back, even though yeah. it didn't work out so well in the last no, picture. I think that was more of a writing issue, and Christoph Waltz is a, a very mm. good actor. Bring him back. Very good. Rami Malik. I think, yeah, I think they've, that they might have something 
Although there's been word on the street that this has been plagued with problems too. Yeah, so. yeah. Look, I'm middle, like middling to positive on this one. I think you'll see it. I'll see it. Of course I will. I mean, shit. No, it's all fantasy island for Christ's sake. Island. Yeah, I might be the bloke snoozing for an hour for this one. But, um, it doesn't. I mean, the trailer doesn't do anything that you didn't expect from a Bond no. film. And, it just looks, yeah, Rami Malik looks interesting enough. Blofeld's still hanging around, so we've still got the spectre. What I'm hoping is that, because, you know, Skyfall, the the trailer for Skyfall didn't look any different to the two previous Craig films, mm. but it was a fucking massive cut above both of them. And that's what I'm hoping for here. Yeah. We get kind of like a send-off. It's another one of, of the quality and calibre of, mm. of Skyfall and not the calibre of Quantum of Solace, <laughs> hopefully. But let's, let's hope. That, yeah, fingers crossed. crossed. No, Daniel hasn't got the pages in his head. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> He's not scribbling on any, any script notes or anything. All right, well, let's take a break. Here's the trailer for 1979's Moonraker. to me. Moonraker is out-of-this-world entertainment, says Rona Barrett, ABC TV. Irresistibly entertaining, says Time Magazine. Roger Moore is James Bond, 007, in Ian Fleming's Moonraker, rated PG. Moonraker from 1979, directed by Lewis Gilbert, who also directed Alfie and You Only Live Twice. The screenplay was by Christopher Wood, who wrote Spy Who Loved Me and Confessions of a Window Cleaner. Which <laughs> it sounds like a sort of a, you know, low-red stick Sound film. Sound like a Skinamax film? Sort of. <laughs> I think it is. Jerry Anderson was also involved, and he created the Thunderbirds. And Tony Barwick, who, um, <laughs> I love this, he wrote a TV show called Dick Spanner, P.I. <laughs> Dick Spanner. <laughs> Wow. I, I wonder if I can get the series on DVD because <laughs> I'd like to know what Dick Spanner is all about. Yep. Uh, and, of course, it's based on a novel by Ian Fleming. It's produced by Albert uh, Broccoli, and who does all the James Bond films, and Jerry Anderson, but he was uncredited. Same guy, obviously, in Thunderbirds. Roger Moore's Bond. Lois Childs as Holly Goodhead. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Michael Lonsdale's Hugo Drax and Richard Kale is Jaws. The budget was $34 million in 1979. Holy shit. That's like $100 million. And it grossed $210 mil. And this was the highest grossing Bond film until GoldenEye in 95. And it was nominated for an Academy Award. What? For special, special effects. effects. yeah. What? <laughs> no. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> I mean, it was a rough year. It's 79, <laughs> if that's the case. Jeez. Christ. He's up. She was all right. Okay. Wouldn't have been nominated for a bloody stuntman. Uh, like <laughs> yeah. like I'm going to go first here. It is just pure stupidity <laughs> from start to finish, and it is super over the top, but I was entertained by this, and it's because the film knows exactly what it is mm. and gives you exactly what is expected of this type of film. They never take themselves seriously. Roger Moore fits this kind of shit perfectly because the hum- the added humour, I don't know, just made me feel like, yeah, I was enjoying myself. <laughs> it's light-hearted fun, so I went for three out of five. 
I agree with you in the sense that they they knew what they that there was a formula at this point with yeah. Bond and Moore's always formula. They knew what they were aiming for, but they still dip into some unintentional <laughs> comedy at times, which yes. almost adds to the entertainment value. <laughs> so, yeah, it was yeah, there was parts of it that were a little bit dull. I didn't like the villain. Nah. I thought he was a little bit mm. dull as Bond villains go, but overall, yeah, it was fun from from the get go. Most most of the way through, not too many flat spots in terms of entertainment. So yeah, three yeah. three out of five for me. Came out of the gates. <laughs> Well, pretty proper. Pretty good. <laughs> How do you feel? Faded a bit after that. <laughs> the villain looked like Ricky Gervais. <laughs> With no charisma. The, um... <laughs> <laughs> it was it was funny. I was I was glad. I was I was worried that uh, Roger Moore wouldn't get the leg over, but he did multiple times. <laughs> yeah, you don't need to worry about that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you to worry. God, I thought that was his job. He's a He's a fluffer. Um, I, I reckon that Mike Myers probably watched this about 50 times in preparation for us and Powers. So. Yeah, true. So, I, I, But I enjoyed it overall. It's from, as, a, as a kid, this is one of the ones that we went back to pretty much because of Jaws, I think. And, uh, yeah, uh, generous for the two and a half, I think. Mean. Yeah, <laughs> you're two and a half. But it's, but it's fun. But it's fun. It's fun. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I say what people want, so getting into the likes here... I enjoyed Roger Moore. Mm. I think, again, Jared, you probably hit the nail on the head. They knew they couldn't give him meaty stuff <laughs> because that wasn't his style. He says to Swami, every time he looks at the camera, you think he's going to crack a joke yeah. or something. Like, he's always got the kind of cheeky... Yeah, he kind of looks there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But yeah. it works because the material is really kind of over the top yeah. and not played straight. Mm-hmm. And I think that's kind of what I like Daniel about Craig it. Was Holy shit! <laughs> yeah. Oh my god. Stiff. <laughs> yeah, that's you're right. right in the sense that for Roger Moore, they pitched this stuff where he's at. Like, yeah, I think I don't know about his first movie. I haven't seen the first one he was in for a long, long time. Mm. But I bet you, I can pretty much guarantee that most of them, View to a Kill, Octopussy, would play very similar to this I think they I were all Moors were yeah. all sort of in this kind of vein like over yeah. the top and maybe it was because they'd spent the early ones with Connery style which was kind of a better mixture of suave and and you know action man mm. and then I believe Lazenby Lazenby snuck in there <laughs> for, yeah. for a quick go at it, but then more comes in, and they know well. Eh, we can't really well, go with Lazenby went for the he went critically acclaimed, but not for him. Was, <laughs> was, uh, yeah. I think so, but but not not for him. though. I don't it's think he was to ever give him some depth acclaimed. in that one. He got married, and then yeah, it's kind of taken a reappraisal in recent years, and people have looked back at it and said, oh, "Hang on a minute, this one's not too bad." But I think Lazenby is is <laughs> average as <laughs> Bond. As but I said to you, I heard the bloke talk about it and someone in the audience asked whether he, they, he felt he'd made a mistake by not going back to Bond and his response was, when I was sitting in my mother's kitchen in Queanbeyan and 12 months later, what do you reckon? Like, <laughs> yeah. Sad, isn't it? The word on the street was they were going to give him another film. Yeah. 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 It's yeah. not like they were going to cut him loose. Yep. So more kind of falls into it. Yep. 
and has a six film run on the back of the sta- uh, the saint, right? Yeah, yeah. Mm. He basically falls into it, and I think more. You know, he just falls into the perfect sort of space of a little bit of humour. Yeah. Adds a touch of a different angle to Bond. Yeah. And they don't bother with this kind of shit about trying to sort of make him deeper. Because he was as deep as a puddle, mate. Yeah. They weren't interested in going any deeper with random side characters around him all the time. <laughs> yeah, to, but it works to in this case. Off. Yeah. Oh, I'm not going to lie to you, mate. When we first see him... In a turtleneck. <laughs> Hello, ladies. <laughs> Holy oh. shit. <laughs> I started he laughing. takes no time in trying to get the leg up. Yeah, yeah. Wastes not a second. <laughs> but, but, yeah, what, I loved his, um, his fashion for throughout. He, it's one where he, he seems to strut around in suits that have got, like, wide lapels and bell-bottom strides. Yeah. At one point, he's trotting around in a tweed jacket <laughs> with um, elbow Patches, pads. Yeah. And then he ends up in that ridiculous spacesuit get-up yeah. later on. He looks magic. He, it's I mean, magic. He's, he's irresistible to women in all of them. Like, doesn't matter what he's wearing, mate. Like, I, was, I was looking at, at him for love tips. Because he <laughs> take him... He can transition from serious to the bedroom. It seems like you just... The, the tip seems to be you just walk into a room, you say about three sentences to a lady, and then you just assume, we're on. Yeah. <laughs> well, I'm going to make the first move. <laughs> That's how James Bond seems to operate. Yeah. If she stays or goes. If she has the audacity to make the first move, he's like, no, 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 no we can't yeah. go there. And, I mean, it doesn't matter the, the situation either. Like, it, it could be a situation... Situation where he's coming in cautiously and then he sees an attractive lady and all these cares just disappear <laughs> and he goes into action. Like. Because there's one sequence where he's sneaking into the villain's home mm. and then he runs into that girl, the, the I think she's French. Yeah. He just runs into her, immediately stops sneaking around <laughs> and just wanders <laughs> over and starts going so. And <laughs> 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 Have you got anything stronger? You know what, though? Oh, I loved all that shit. <laughs> <laughs> it, was, it was just so stupid. It got yeah. to a point watching those films where you're like, how many women does he bang in this one? <laughs> yeah. There's definitely the, the one that you that you never see again for the rest of the movie. It's, yeah, you, early on, yeah. You know he's going to bang the one that's, that's, <laughs> that's been in it for heaps at the, at the end. Yeah. But, got to figure but out. this one, the funny thing is he keeps coming back to, you know, seeing her and it's, it's, it's like he falls in love with her but anytime she's off the scene for five minutes <laughs> bumps into some other bird and just walks into it and do it buddy it's the spy game you hit it and quit it <laughs> I thought these mics were supposed to be incognito <laughs> it's yeah, yeah. the best thing he has fucked his way across Europe he just looks like a porn star in that last scene everybody just, knows he's who he just is just yeah. looks like a porn star <laughs> James, <laughs> James Bond he's that guy gave me crabs. <laughs> <laughs> he told me he was a spy. Liar. <laughs> That's what it should have been. The twist should have been he was not a spy. He was just a liar to get laid. Yeah. He was using the I'm a spy routine. Oh, man. <laughs> oh, mate. <laughs> oh, God. I don't know why I thought about this, but I feel like we missed an entire movie on how those two blokes that snuck onto the Moonraker just ended up dropping <laughs> out of the cupboard. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> them getting onto that ship that seemed to be protected by MI6, the US government. That's, that's, that's the whole movie in itself. It's not impossible to move a spaceship on an aeroplane, is it? It's not a possible thing. I'm like, what the fuck? I thought spaceships could, you know, were kind of equipped to fly. I was like, surely you could send it over in parts and build it. They jump onto this one and they fire it up. So obviously it's working. It It had fuel on it. It had fuel on it and they transported it on an airplane that's the same size. So good. (laughs) We get get into the plane and these two blokes just kind of. These two cupboards open and these two. Like, <laughs> not, not go. like, okay, we've missed, we've missed a large portion of the story. <laughs> that was a bit easy. <laughs> oh. You can't pull these ones apart, can you? No. The no. stunt work and some of the logistics involved in that sequence where they're fighting over the parachute. Yeah, is pretty awesome. fucking Great. impressive. Awesome. I mean, you it's know, that's done in the air. Yeah. yeah. Well, not all, but the majority. I mean, of imagine the shots. poor bastard with the camera. It was no yeah. GoPro back then. No, no. Carried away. He's got the handy cam out. He's just filming. He's like, "This is great, lads. We're going to do another jump. Sorry, boys." <laughs> but it is very impressive. It is, and it's a cool sequence. Yeah, yeah the whole idea of fighting over the parachute as they're plummeting towards the yeah. ground mm. and the fact that it's all legit. I remember loving making the point formation to chase down the guy. Yeah, yeah. I was like, why isn't he doing the same thing? Yeah. <laughs> but I remember that from when I was a kid. Yeah. One of the most memorable Bond sequences. Bond, yeah, so very, good, very honest, cool. Bond would have found the hostess's guns. He's getting pretty handy there. She wouldn't have hit it anywhere that he's not trying to grab onto. Right. <laughs> Lecherous bastard. <laughs> yeah. There's nowhere on her body could she have hidden a weapon that he wouldn't have found. <laughs> Am I forgetting in another Bond movie where he's like if you shoot that it's going to depressurise the place and we're all fucked is that maybe I feel Possibly. like that's already happened I can't like, remember right? it yeah. specifically but I'm sure it's probably in there somewhere <laughs> <laughs> um, I kind of found Jaws interesting he's yeah. just this big dumb kind of thug but he's he also seems to be destructible just, yeah he just seems to appear and then he also has these really weirdly humorous pieces yeah. He also picks up a lady. <laughs> mm. I mean, yeah. look. That was The great. bloke has got a head like a busted ass. Yeah. He's interesting because, like, they've come up with a... a it's pretty simple, but it's it's like, oh, yeah. He's a massive unit who just fucking chomps. You punch him in the abs. That makes a metal sound. But as you said, he's got these, like, childlike kind of expressions. Qualities, yeah. Like, before he gets into a blue with Bond, he gets this look of, like, a child with a new toy or something. Yeah. He's just, he's just ready like to rock and roll. Lenny from Of Mice and Men or something. Yeah, like and when he gets, like, Bond gets away, he has, like, this, the looks on his face are, like, sadness and things like that he, he's very kind of childlike yeah, yeah. it sort of adds to it I, I like yeah, it I think so too he does he's an interesting himself. character although there is absolutely no reason given as to why he's working with the villain at he's, no point does Jaws have any involvement with the villain 
Well, <laughs> as uh, we said, except got, towards the end, I think. If you've got the cash, you've got room in the salary cap and Jaws is a free agent, <laughs> you say, yeah, get him on board. Yeah, take him. It's all. Yeah, yeah, give him 15 minutes a night on the, on the floor. Is that <laughs> what you're telling me? Yeah. yeah. He's not going to spread the floor, but he's going to clog up the if face. He can, if he can just tip us over the edge with MI6 and nudge us ahead, we'll take it. We'll take it. I love it. He's on the phone. Drax is on the phone. Oh, well, if you can get him. Yeah, yeah, if he's available, let's get him. Um, I love, I love Jaws in this. There, he's just because he's got that little quirk. Like it's the like the odd job has the hat or whatever. Yeah, it just becomes iconic, and yeah. the comedy of him just dusting himself off at the end of every encounter that he has. Yeah, with Bond yeah. is hilarious. Yeah, yeah, it does actually work. I could not stop laughing in the sequence where Bond was in the G-Force machine. Yeah. <laughs> I wrote it down that, uh, Bond in the Gravitron. Yeah, <laughs> you know what? Is that legitimately more? Because, quite frankly, <laughs> his face looks like it's fucking going to come off. The funny thing was, like, it was one of those sequences where they they seem to have uh, they seem to have enjoyed speeding up the footage at times yeah. in this movie. Yeah. So the footage is flying, and then they cut to him, and he's there going, eh, eh, <laughs> and pulling faces and shit, like getting yeah. that flick the switch. But I love by the end of it, his face looks like Play-Doh. Yeah, yeah, I love it. <laughs> and he stumbles out, and she tries to help him up, and he brushes her off, and then he haunches over on the wall like he's gonna vomit. Was like, it looked great. It was, just, it was so fun. I love that they're, they're, you're definitely gonna pass out at four Gs. So yeah, crack up to seven. He cracks up to twelve or something. Yeah. Does and of course James Bond doesn't pass out at 12 G's so good oh god his face melts off it was just so funny that was so funny yeah (laughs) I might be jumping ahead slightly but Bond's hybrid speedboat slash gondola yeah imagine so I can share paint comedy is that where he flies off the edge of the thing with a massive big hang glider is he's, that that one yeah, no, 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 no 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 that's the, spe- the speedboat so part of that when he's going through Venice and the guy oh, in the coffin yeah. the guy in the coffin pops open and he's got some contraption that fucking hand delivers his knife so he kills the, the driver and then we find out that the whole time Bond's fucking gondola has been equipped with it as a speedboat. There's someone with a machine gun on there, but they thought knife guy needs to sort him out first. <laughs> and they he looks like Dracula. He comes out. <laughs> face is all pale. Yeah. The knife's in Kimball, though. Yeah, with a knife. This guy's going to be an interesting, uh, you know, an interesting addition to the henchman, and then he's gone. Yeah, he's exactly. away. And then Bond suddenly goes, like, <laughs> again, because Bond goes, <laughs> and starts flying his gondola through Venice. But then we get some absolute gold. <laughs> <when he's, laughs> the other... The, the other gondola gets cut in half yeah. that he he kind of runs around and then the other boat behind him runs over and the the acting from the bloke that is playing the the, <laughs> the oh my god, god. <laughs> he kind of sees Bond and he pulls this kind of <laughs> stupid facial expression and then the gondola gets cut in half and it's like a mime it's like, it's like he's doing Marcel Marceau or something <laughs> he keeps paddling even though the thing's going down yeah <laughs> and then we get to Bond on the shore and he hits a switch and he fucking turns it into a hovercraft <laughs> and starts steaming through the city square in Venice. The whole takes hilarious. The whole takes. There's a section where there's a fucking pigeon and they've, they've let the footage play and then rewound it for a second so it looks like the pigeon does a double take. Because they've had the alcoholic guy at the table oh. looking at his glass. Oh, that's he right, he's looking take. at his glass. There's a waiter that starts pouring the glass off. I mean, it's a half hot shots. It's a fucking... 
ridiculous. <laughs> Sounds like top secret. But I was laughing for. I was laughing from start to finish. Oh that my god! It was even better because to start it off, he's trying to pick up Goodhead at the end of the pier or whatever, and <laughs> she's she's got she's not having a bar of it. He's like, so I'll see you later then, and she's like, ah, oh, probably not. He's like, I'll see you later. <laughs> You'll get. He's like, he's yeah. waiting for the booty call, and then he just like dashes off to the side and gets in a gondola and you're like oh, where did this come <laughs> from and then it turns into a chase like they couldn't have done that on the land oh man oh, anyway, so, it was so good, good. it was magic some great action it was so. magic yeah yeah um, the double takes were hilarious the double takes mate great. the pheasant shooting where I don't look I'm not gonna lie I don't need to see a live pheasant shoot, which I believe, I think it might have been. Mm. Uh, so I don't really need to see that. That's in my dislikes. <laughs> yeah, fair. But... Um, you need to show how... It there's a sequence where he goes, you know, you have a go, Mr. Bond. And he, he fires at the pheasants. Oh, you missed. Did I? He says, and this bloke fucking falls out of a tree. (laughs) (laughs) Some guy, some guy who's some assassin who's been up there. It's just, it's champagne. It's champagne. And again, it's more gives us that look, almost looks at the camera, sort of going. Yeah, <laughs> check me out. I'm awesome. Yeah, I love that he's like someone's might shoot him, and then he just goes away on the golf cart or whatever. Yeah, <laughs> because yeah. that plan foiled. Yeah, there's no the other car, way that a billionaire can get rid of him. There's no other way. And the billionaire makes a very rather amusing comment when he goes, "Make sure Mr. Bond has a terrible time." <laughs> so he says to one of his henchmen, "The um the ninja guy Chang or whatever." Oh, yeah. <laughs> He well, was horrible. What he about the bowl cut on that ball? He was yeah. roaming around. His just bowl cut looks like uh, when Sean Connery was playing a Japanese person in one of the Bond films. Fuck you, Dave. God. It's ridiculous. Um, but I love that. How bad, how bad is the line, make sure some harm comes to you? Yeah. yeah. That and then the that's worst. what he sneaks in. Gravitron. Just yeah. is it? Yeah, he switches the switch. Yeah, that's so good. But staying on on that bloke, when he gets tossed out hey, of the Chang. yeah, when he gets tossed out of the clock tower, I fucking burst out laughing when they have the shot of the piano. Then here's him with fucking legs again. <laughs> wedged he's wedged in the piano so his legs are kind of just like frozen like stuck out in the air and the rest of his body is fucking just munted in the piano oh I love it <laughs> so it's just it was classic Bond we had a bit of action this guy gets killed but then it was just that Roger Moore Bond where I fucking burst out laughing when you see where he ended up the fight scene there he brings the guy that does kendo into the antique shop. Yeah, I love that. In the in the room full of breakables, he just <laughs> the place up. Where's the dumbest place you can put a guy with a big stick? <laughs> They're throwing each other through windows and through that glass. Oh, oh it's every, unbelievable. Every glass gets shattered. <laughs> So, um, yeah, there is actually quite a, a nasty sequence involving the the woman and the dogs. Yeah, and that's the dogs on her. There's a bit that of was kind of cool. Mm. Yeah, that was kind of it showcased the villain was a nasty bastard. But yeah, I've got a big dislike around that, which I'll explain in detail <laughs> later. <laughs> Why does he have to fire her first? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, thanks, mate. <laughs> Jaws going through the airport. 
not really stretching the imagination much, much but I did laugh when he goes like the alarm goes off and then the bloke looks at him and he kind of smiles <laughs> and the attendant just kind of looks at him with this look of kind of fucking horror <laughs> he just keeps on going that was yeah that was you, you wouldn't pull him aside would you no, no, no continue sir my uh, <laughs> how funny are those gadgets they're testing yeah, yeah. <laughs> Jesus <laughs> a wrist gun <laughs> the bloke who uh, looks like a beggar on the street who splits his half with a bloody gun inside that was and there's gold. another one involving those the balls the balls <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah that's right they wrap around your neck and blow your head oh, off I did see that and I thought oh jeez I hope Bond gets a set of them. <laughs> 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 I've got to give you the taster of the laser. Yeah. Not the dude's head. Meow, meow, meow. Oh, well, I was yeah. in absolute hysterics when yeah. I was watching that. Yeah. Um, <laughs> were you not laughing when they did have the Magnificent Seven music and his writing? Yeah, <laughs> he comes in dressed up as a in a poncho. Dressed up as like, like comically a little bit too small. Yeah. <laughs> oh my oh, god! Man. I did look at that scene that you were talking about, and I think. Why did they leave all the good stuff? Yeah. <laughs> I wish we'd seen all this in the action scenes. <laughs> he pulls out a laser gun and starts going, <laughs> burning people's faces off. Yeah, that would my, awesome. my favourite part of the movie was this scene where they're discussing the, the flower or they've figured out that it's a flower and he says, may I see the formula? He's like automatically a chemist, and then, <laughs> and then he go, and then he's automatically a botany expert, yeah. and he knows where exactly they've found the last trace of this one flower <laughs> that could potentially be turned into a nerve gas. <laughs> it's so ridiculous. Yeah, classic Bond. But it was so good. Yeah, exactly. What can't he do? I think the only buddy formula he knows is take penis. <laughs> <laughs> Put it in. Information. <laughs> I'm pretty sure if Bond was doing his duty, he'd be putting love children around him. Baby formula, too. That's how it is. I don't believe it when he asked for the chemical formula. Oh, bust man, bust that. that and go, hmm, I know. That's on the board. That's on the board at MIT. He had the slide ready to go with the chemical yeah. formula. The formula Bond plus one. <laughs> <laughs> the formula's written on the board at MI6. Woman plus man plus sex equals information. <laughs> that's it. Yeah, it's like yeah. yeah. Uh, James, you can't just talk to him, mate. You can't just, you know. If you... <laughs> no, 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 I can't. <laughs> I, I'm like, I need to do more. I need to probe more expertly. <laughs> um, I did love... <laughs> I loved the... The gondola scene. That was some good action stuff on there. Yeah, like yeah. When Jaws is, you know, when he's cutting the chomping on the cable and oh, stuff no, like the, that. The cable car. Yeah, when he starts scaling the the car yeah. and they're fighting on top and that looks good from afar. That was more. It just doesn't look very good up when they're up close. No, when they're up not, close, it's a bit silly. But when when you see the, the stunt stuff is yeah. is good in that scene. There's also and I felt the speedboat chase with all the gadgets and the you know the firing yeah. the rockets and everything, and then he hang glides off the mm. thing. That was classic Bond. Like yeah, that was yeah. classic Bond action. But you cut me off too early because you, you forgot about the gurney. The black on the gurney <laughs> steaming down the hill backwards ended up being jammed on the side. Oh, into the, into the side. <laughs> Again, I saw when they showed the when they showed the gurney, 
I think it was sped up footage again, just steaming down the hill <laughs> with his bloke on. I was, my <laughs> anticipation was way up. I'm thinking, where's he going to end up? <laughs> this is going to be great. That um, was pretty silly. Yeah, that was silly, but I laughed my head off again. <laughs> yeah, I, I felt that speedboat chase was probably the best of the sequences yeah, because it did cool. feel like classic sort of James Bond he had the gadgets there was rockets being fired at him yeah. he then gets out of it by hang gliding off a bloody <laughs> yeah, waterfall right. or something and Jaws accidentally fucking yanks the steering wheel off and then <laughs> yeah. he goes over a double take when he's <laughs> it goes off the waterfall it's, it's and then he rocks up later and he's just drippy yeah, yeah. <laughs> Presumably everyone else involved in the accident is dead. It's just, just slumbed ashore. And, <laughs> and you're not surprised oh, either. No, no, no. Expected to see him. Yeah, we knew he was going to be back. Oh, so good. Uh, my last like was... <laughs> he survived. It, to be fair, he survived the parachute. No parachute. Sure. landed in the... I landed in the... Yeah, oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Jesus Christ. This movie is fucking ridiculous, isn't oh, it? I loved when he rocked up on the boat with a machine gun. I'm, like, <laughs> I'm not bringing him along for that, for that kind of work. Oh, shit. Um, my last like was Bond versus Rubber Snake. Comic oh, yeah. genius. Fantastic. <laughs> you swear he was wrestling with his own dick. <laughs> it is definitely a metaphor, right? Oh, God. It's comic gold because it's obviously not real. He's trying to make it look like the fight is on. Again, I feel like you missed the comedy before that. When he walks in and he's, at least all these women rock up, it's all the Amazonians or whatever. Yeah. From, from and he senses danger, but then he sees all the women. <laughs> and, then he just goes and then he's like, he goes into shock and just leans on a rock. <laughs> and starts like eyeing each of them off. He's like, he's like, we're going to go about, about all of you. Um, just creep around at night. I'm gonna go from room to room. <laughs> <laughs> so oh man! <laughs> That's safari suit. You want to talk about fashion? The safari suit he was wearing going through the jungle there. Oh my god! Um, <laughs> oh, that sequence was fucking. Uh, <laughs> it's great. <laughs> Is there any other key dis- uh, key likes here? Yeah, I thought the effects were pretty good when they got onto the space station. I thought the effects in the space stuff was yeah. pretty good. Yeah, well, yeah, I'm certainly for that time, no doubt. Yep. Um, I liked how he, I liked how he got out of it, out of. Um, Drax gave like he's like so you're pretty much this is our eugenics thing you're gonna get rid of anybody who doesn't fit the mold of someone that you think is perfect and yeah definitely yeah. <laughs> he said it in front of the wrong guy yeah, yeah. Jaws yeah Jaws is just like her it took him he had to look at the girl a couple of times the, yeah. the bosomy blonde for a bit but he yeah figured it out it was good I also I think my final like just when I thought they'd used up all the double entendres they could handle in this movie is when, when Q of all the people pipes up with, when they say what's 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 he doing and, and Q says I think he's attempting re-entry <laughs> Jesus Christ <laughs> they had to do they had to do the, the horizontal floating yeah, oh, yeah. Man. they had to do it magic we missed the whole scene in Rio when Jaws is getting the girl oh yeah yeah forgot all about it (laughs) 
<laughs> and then the dancing conga line. Oh, comes yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then he just him away. Spirits him away. <laughs> he's 250 kilos. <laughs> seven foot tall. Over the top of them, he's kind of looking back with a... Oh, <laughs> kind of expression. It just goes along with he it. He shrugs, shrugs it off and goes, Oh, we're dead set. I reckon if you had... Barley barley. Yeah, if you had to continue, continue with that shot 100 metres down the road, he's, he's dancing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's in the conga. Yeah, he's the, in the conga. Let's face it, the rhythm had got him. <laughs> At that yeah. stage. Yeah. He certainly wasn't coming back for Bond after that. <laughs> no. It was good because that clown costume was a mess. Was scary. <laughs> that was a bit like, yeah, that was, yeah, that was pretty cool. I enjoyed that bit. And she's just like, she's like so scared she can't scream. Like you can't hear, or I don't know if it wasn't, she wasn't making a noise or. Yeah. It was too late. I like that bit. Oh, man. <laughs> Any other likes? I mean, it's a, it's a fine line between likes and dislikes with yeah, a lot of this stuff. Yeah, very fine line, because a lot of the dislikes I laughed equally. Yeah, like. exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Look, the plot is ludicrous. Like, it makes absolutely <laughs> no sense. It is pure rubbish. Mm-hmm. I mean, I remember, I mean, I either I nodded off or I just... It was just so muddled because I'm sitting there going, so it's about a space space shuttle is stolen and there's a space station and there's some kind of, like, nerve gas. Where, where's all this coming from? And I just remember sitting there thinking, this is ridiculous. It was the most ridiculous idea ever. <laughs> yeah. Spend, and I mean, spend multiple spaceships into space. Finding out that the first fucking hour of the movie or whatever when he's trying to, trying to figure out what's going on with Drax... And then we get the explanation of why he wanted the jet, why he stole his own jet back. And it's like, <laughs> one of them got broken. Developed a fault. <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> what are you talking about? This one back. I did some research. Oh Not God. to be a naysayer in a Bond film, but I was like, how much would it cost to A, have a spaceship? And then I was thinking, how much would it cost to set up uh, a station, an incognito space station in space? Where it, this is trillions of dollars. <laughs> yeah, yeah. When you have trillions, don't forget of he had, dollars. seemed to have six. You account for the one that had a fault in it. Yeah, yeah seven. <laughs> it's, fair on the side. <laughs> it's like five hundred million dollars <laughs> per spacecraft, mate. He could have bought the whole NBA and be like... <laughs> yeah, if you got that much money, just buy Planet Earth, mate, and do it here. <laughs> you can buy and buy multiple islands yeah. and just repopulate there. Everyone else can get stuff. Oh, fuck. Yes. It yeah. was silly. Although I laughed heartily at Bond's antics with the ladies... He is at his most sleazy in this film. Like, it is <laughs> oh, the sleaziest Bond has been, and I have never heard so many uh, double entendres in my life. Uh, I mean, yeah. I reckon we were this close to, in your end, though. <laughs> yeah. But, about- I mean, there's one where he comes in for a bottle of wine, and he goes, oh, if it was a 69, you would have been expecting me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, thanks, mate. Oh, thanks for that, mate. <laughs> yeah, but what about when he when he first meets Dr. Goodhead and goes, oh, a woman? <laughs> <laughs> and I'm, and I'm still looking at that going she's definitely easier to buy as a, as a scientist than um, Christmas Jones yeah. <laughs> 30 years later <laughs> 30 years later Richards is Christmas Jones um, but yeah I, that kind of that yeah I did laugh when I when I heard it but I was like oh Jesus they've aged yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Adam um, kill five hours yeah it's uh, just oh it's pretty low but 70 it was 79 it was the, what was yeah 
seemingly acceptable. And, well, I think yes. it, was, it was him. Tr- they were trying to make him cool as well. Harry, cool, yeah. you get the ladies. Yeah. You know. He seems to be globe trotting to a lot of ex- exotic locales, yeah. which yeah. look magnificent, mind you. But there's really limited reasons as to why he's there. <laughs> like, he just kind I mean, of wanders... country that he doesn't fucking make a pit stop at? Yeah, he just like, kind of wanders into these places, and Goodhead seems to be doing the exact yeah. same thing. Yeah. She's just globetrotting in the opposite direction. I think it's probably <laughs> a, a bigger... A bigger issue than sending one double O agent in. Yeah, yeah. And then when they've got the resources, they send him in. If he doesn't fix it, we're going to send our own spaceship into space to deal with this problem <laughs> yeah. it'll come about half an hour yeah. after you you can hit <laughs> these 17 <laughs> had it on standby you can hit these 17 spots at once you've got enough agents to send <laughs> yeah. there yeah, yeah. Bond hits one and gets some info everyone else is going to Rio <laughs> and Venice and do it <laughs> it's just the best we can, we can do this more efficiently people. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. let James do it yeah let James do it he's the, uh, he's the, he's the man he hasn't slept with anyone during kind of he just <laughs> yet Bond's got a sex edition. <laughs> like, no, he, yeah. He's definitely got a sex edition. Can I mean, we... I'd like to see the film where he's sitting in group. <laughs> <laughs> Talking about. That would be a long. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Long. Yeah, yeah. She says, yeah. He, he, he'd walk into the room and go, "Is somebody said something about a group?" <laughs> something stupid like that. <laughs> he'd be cracking onto the therapist, and she'd be oh. jumping in the stack with him after five minutes. Uh, he, the- he, he certainly jumps in without sort of asking too many questions. <laughs> yeah. um, um, opening credits. And song. Oh, for shocking. <laughs> I don't mind Shirley Bassett. No, probably the lowest of it didn't the... lose points for Shirley Bassett. Look, no, I but the song's not the song's great. Memorable. It's probably not her best one. I haven't compared them, and it's probably not something that, you know, there'd be too many lists about, but more doing the walk in and then turn to the side and fire the gun. He's one of the worst at it. Yeah. <laughs> but also, in the opening credits sequence, there's a shot of someone flying. <laughs> yeah. I'm just like, She's what's like going on here? <laughs> oh, on no, oh, it's real bad. It's real bad. It is. Like, if you, in terms of those sequences where they try and do something a little bit interesting with it, it's not very interesting at all. And it's it might be Shirley Bassey, but it's not her best at all. Um, can we discuss how you mentioned the dogs? Yeah. The chick getting mauled by the dogs. Can we sort of just address that the only reason that she's in danger is because Bond shows up, charms the pants off her, <laughs> gets a bit of information, and then fucking leaves her there. Yeah, to I know. Yeah. <laughs> to get torn apart. Great bloke. I mean, <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> You have put her in danger. You need to be kind of fighting away for her to get out of here too, mate. I mean, if you don't turn up to the island, her life goes on as normal. Great bloke. Great she doesn't bloke. do anything wrong other than he goes, is there a safe here? And she nods in the direction of the clock and he's like, all right, well, I know. What's yeah, yeah, yeah. All I'll take done. care of this. Uh, just stay in bed over there. I'll be back in a couple of minutes. Like, he's just, yeah. There is a sequence involving her where the look on her face... When he comes over and he asks for information and he kisses her, he just kind of leans in. It's horror. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> She's yeah. pulling back, her eyes are wide open. Yeah, yeah. It's like, holy shit. Yeah, yeah. 
But I guarantee you, that first kiss, she's not happy. Oh, <laughs> she's oh, not interested. <laughs> Come on, ask a question at least. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, at least ask something. <laughs> so, where are you from? <laughs> yeah. Oh, interesting. <laughs> there must be like. A, a whole lot of scenes that they've cut of him getting rejected by girls as well, though. No, it never happens. <laughs> when you when you dress like Roger Moore, <laughs> they can't help themselves. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> when you wear a sweet jacket with the elbow pads. Oh yes, <laughs> you're Mom, irresistible. <laughs> be still, my beating heart. <laughs> oh. Yeah, twenty-five-year-old me love that. Look. <laughs> How was the success rate? Was it James Bond? Same as before. It was the same as before. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, Jimmy Bond. Yeah, he's just roaming the countryside trying to root everything that moves. Yeah. I don't really know. I don't really know why... A, yes, he was driving a gondola through the streets of Venus. <laughs> trying to sort of get my head around that. I also don't really know why Jaws is suddenly falling in love. Woman out of nowhere. It was comedic. It was meant to be comedic. I didn't mind it so much, but... I mean, the way that it comes about, like the 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 little cable car crashes, crashes into the, the shop, wall. which yeah. looks awesome. Then we cut to a shot a shot of Jaws with the fucking cog <laughs> wrapped around his, like his head is through. Yeah. One, <laughs> one thing he can't lift it. Yeah, so he starts trying to lift it, and then she comes over. It's like a Looney Tunes cartoon. Yeah, <laughs> he's like Wiley Coyote kind of. You know, shuffling out of the rubble, and here she comes, and it turns into fucking Peppy Le Pew. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. They've got the angle. He's looking down, and there's just her boobs and her head, and she's smiling <laughs> back up at him. And then it's his face, and he does like a little head wobble. Yeah, no, mate, dusts Pepe, himself off. If anyone's like, Peppy Le Pew, it's God. <laughs> I the wrong character. Peppy Le Pew, you mugger. The mercenaries don't do as well with the ladies as the as the spies yeah yeah no yeah that's I mean well the spy the <laughs> spy it's only one of them it's legit um yeah I mean I did, I there should be a the, sequence where one of the villagers villagers says it's just one bloke <laughs> one bloke he's wandering yeah. through Europe he can't be that hard to find <laughs> check all the bloody hotels <laughs> Uh, we'll find him. We'll shuffle him. We'll we'll, 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 um, we'll smoke him out. He'll come out. <laughs> we'll figure it out somehow. My final dislike is the back end, the last half hour. What so was happening? <laughs> what was actually I happening? I, I switched off. I didn't pay any attention to the, the whole bit in the space fight. <laughs> yeah, I woke up again for double silly. entendre. Close scene. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Well, that would have been great. That was good phone phone time. Yeah, that bit you could have just sat there on your phone. I saw the lasers and I just went, "All right, I'm not paying attention." Yeah. To and there's other, all where all the sp- uh, people in spacesuits come flying out and they say have a laser fight. Oh my god, I was just there going, "What have I walked into?" It was unbelievable. Going back a bit, the admittedly excellent scene where they're jumping from the planes. Yeah. The stunt doubles are comically bad. <laughs> and this has been this has been covered a number of times, but but the Jaws stunt double looks like Jim Carrey with a bad spray tan. 
And they don't even put the metal on his teeth. He's yeah. just sitting there with the, the teeth showing, oh. and they're just... It's just his teeth. <laughs> it's ridiculous. <laughs> I was kind of looking at it for, for half a second. I'm there going, where's Jaws? Oh, yeah, shit. That's him. Look, it's, it's supposed to be him. They are comically bad. One of the worst that I can remember in any yeah. movie. And it, would have been, it was really hard, too, because they were so tied to that shot. Yeah. Of them plummeting, you couldn't sort of cut away from it. Yeah, and I, and when they do, it looks ludicrous. It looks when terrible. it just shows a human jaws in Richard close Keel's, up. Richard Keel's facial expression during that is comical. <laughs> it's just <laughs> that's yeah, bad. It's terrible. The other one that I had was uh, Bond going around Doctor Goodhead's room and using all her contraptions, mm. like showing off that he knows that was kind of what everything is. It was a fun scene. But there was a couple of moments where it was just a, a funny sound effect of of being <laughs> naked gun. Yeah. It was fucking Frank Grebin, especially when he picks up her bag and the antenna pops out <laughs> and then it starts going, <laughs> like it's a phone or something. If the antenna had a gone boing when it popped out, it would have been Frank Grebin, honestly. <laughs> it was bloody ridiculous. Like setting you up like the in next uh, part of the scene. Like in Naked Gun where he has the knife shoe and all that other yeah, bullshit yeah, that he's yeah. looking at. Yeah. Uh, I think that was that was all. Yeah, that was done. it for me. It definitely, as you said, it was a fine line. Like yeah. some of those dislikes, I was massively laughing. entertained. I was hugely entertained because no matter whether I disliked it or liked it, I laughed. Yeah. yeah. So I think it, at the most of it, you would have to say you enjoyed it. Yeah. I think the real, the really good Bond films are a balance. Like you get a few humorous bits, but you get these thrilling action sequences. Yeah. And this has got a couple that are just right yeah. there, but it can never really shake this vibe where you're just giggling the whole we're one, time. We're one gondola right away from uh, <laughs> making this a straight comedy. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> well, yeah. I mean, top secret. That's basically yeah. what it would have been. Yep. And for me, you know what? I'll take this any day over something like, well, is it World Is Not Enough? The yeah, one the with the invisible car. Shit. Mm. Holy shit! I mean, yeah. I think we really hit the hit the wall yeah, there. Brosnan had a couple of turkeys. Yeah, yeah. Tomorrow never dies. You know, there was a couple of poor ones. See, Brosnan fit more into the Roger Moore mould. It was a bit more like that. He because there were double entendres. He was pretty up the way through there. Down the line. Yeah. yeah. You but can't, you I'll can't take really this one. Buy, anyway. You can't really buy Roger Moore as an athletic. James Bond no. as much as he can Sean Connery I guess I'm no Moore looks Daniel out of shape <laughs> and he's cracking a ball spot <laughs> there so <laughs> yeah I am that's, I, not the, that's not the thing that I'm picking up on I, I mean, I've got question marks on his, his, um, his sexual prowess as well I don't think he's getting the job done I think you're right there are all sorts of sequences of him striking out <laughs> there's like 10 goes at it before he finally stumbles across yeah. good, on a good head and goes go away you fucking pest <laughs> <laughs> no I'm not interested in touching your <laughs> whatever it is. <laughs> oh dear. Alright. That is Moonraker. <laughs> you can find us on iTunes, Spotify, and Podomatic. Send us an email at thrillme at iinet.net.au. We're on Facebook, Thrill Me Podcast Australia, and at Podomatic at thrillme.podomatic.com. We're also on Instagram at thrillmepodcast.au. Keep an eye on the Facebook page for details of our next film. But until then, take it easy and we'll catch up with everyone later.
Cheers. Find the podcast at Podomatic or on iTunes. Don't forget to rate and review. Like us on Facebook at Thrill Me Podcast Australia or contact us at Thrill Me, all one word, all lowercase, at iinet.net.au.